Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Well, it's the day after the election. Uh, we've elected Donald Trump as president of the United States, and don't worry, this is not going to be any sort of political rant. Um, but I do got to tell you that I was up pretty late. I mean, I was up to about 3 a.m. California time watching my Facebook feed, and then I woke up again at 7 a.m. So I really didn't sleep very well at all last night. And like a lot of you, I'm just concerned about the future of our country, uh, the future of our family, and, and, and frankly, the future of the world. And truth be told, you know, I, I just want everybody to live in peace. Um, and that's all I'll say about that. But with that said, you know, as filmmakers, I think we have a certain obligation. I, I know I'm the guy that's always talking about how to make market and sell your movie without the middleman. And, and certainly that's my focus. I always focus on the business side and help you sort of figure out how to create your own mini movie studio from anywhere in the world. But as we're doing that, I think why we get into this business in the first place is there's something that compels us to tell a story, to share a point of view, to help this world become a better place because we can. And from our perspective, you know, I, I think we have a certain obligation to get out there and get our, our voices heard. You know, share our unique point of view and be authentic to the world. And I would just kind of urge all of you listening to this that maybe, you know, you're, you're here and, and you're, you're uh, sort of questioning some aspects of the future and, and you're living in a little bit of uncertainty. I get it. Well, take that feeling, that emotion, and figure out what you can create from it. Because I think the best art comes from these feelings. And, you know, for those of you that are still kind of your, your fingers sort of you're, you're ready to hit the, the throttle and, and get into your project, but you've been holding off for years and years and years, there's no, no better time. You got that feeling right now. You got that energy. Just use that energy, harness it and help all of us make this world a better place. Um, the other thing I wanted to get into last week, all week last week, I was representing Distriber Film Distribution, where these days I'm working with these guys more than full-time, it sure feels like. And I was at the American Film Market. Uh, I was in booth um, 318, and a lot of you stopped by. And I just want to take a quick minute to acknowledge and, and thank you for coming by and introducing yourselves. Some of you had a lot of nice things to say about this podcast and my blog and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, and, and I guess there's one thing I wanted to tell you, too. If you, if you were one of the people that stopped by maybe late in the day or early in the morning, um, there were times throughout AFM where I was a little bit spent. And I'm not sure in retrospect that I gave you all the energy that I wish I would have given you um, just because the time was so limited and I had so many conversations. And by the end of it, I, I just felt like my head was spinning. And I'm sure you've been in those situations before. Many of you have worked productions and you know what that feels like after a 12-hour day. And, and I did that, you know, for a solid like six days in a row. So anyway, I really appreciate all of you for coming out and, and saying hi. And it was good to get to know you. And for those of you that came and, and you had a film project uh, that you were looking for distribution, I got to tell you, kudos to you. I, in years past, I talked with many filmmakers at the American film market, and a lot of people always had sort of mismanaged expectations of what was possible. Oh, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to ask this complete stranger to get a million-dollar check. But what I've seen this year is a huge paradigm shift in what's taking place where I'm talking with entrepreneurial filmmakers, and many of them have a, a, a project that they, that they finished, 
They're looking to take it to market, but they're doing their homework. They know exactly who their target audience is. They have a strategy for reaching their target audience. And as I oftentimes say, most importantly, they know exactly how many units they need to sell in order to make it a viable business. And so kudos to you. Um, when you come to, to a guy like me and you have that information, then it's just about strategy. You know, Then it's just about saying, okay, what do you want to do first? Where do you want to take this first? And the other surprise I had, whenever I have these conversations about film distribution, most people are always asking me, well, how do I get on the Netflix? But surprisingly, the vast majority of people that were talking to me were asking me questions like, how do I get on iTunes? How do I get on the Google Play? How do I maximize re revenue on Amazon or Vudu? And that's a little bit of music to my ears. Because when you're releasing a feature film, you just always got to think about how to maximize revenue. And I'll just ask you a quick question. If you wanted to see a film and it was already available on Netflix, and assuming you were a Netflix subscriber, would you quickly go over to iTunes and make the purchase? And for many of you, the answer is no. And I, you know, there's differing opinions on this. I have some colleagues that believe that your film should be everywhere all at once so people can, you know, find it wherever they want to find it. Um, but I'm of the opinion that, you know, the straight and narrow is the way to go. Let's maximize revenue in the transactional video on demand once that revenue starts to plateau or drop, then let's move over to a subscription video on demand. And then finally, let's, uh, let's eventually get ourselves to ad revenue supported or AVOD, uh, advertisement supported video on demand. And so anyway, once again, kudos to all of you that stopped by at AFM to say hello. Um, I wanted to bring up one other thing too. Um, I'm surprised continually by the amount of people that are reaching out to me that listen to this podcast. And I've set something up. Um, for those of you that haven't yet downloaded my filmmaker checklist, I, I'm going to make it really easy. If you're, if you're driving, um, you know, pull into the nearest parking lot where it's safe. And when you do, I want you to text, pull out your phone and text the word filmmaking to 44222. And once again, text filmmaking to 44222. And I will send you um, my 65-part filmmaker checklist um, and I think you'll be able to go through there and get some really good ideas that'll take you from script to screen. On another note, uh, I'm getting a few questions. A few podcasts ago, I was asking you to write me at Jason at filmmakingstuff.com. I was asking you to write me with some questions of things that you wanted me to cover on future podcasts. So I'm getting a few more questions. I'm getting some things together, but I'm always looking you know, to help you. So please send me your individual question and let me know what I can do to help. Um, and I'm trying to think, what else do I need to cover? Well, I think we covered a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it, as I mentioned earlier, it, it's been one heck of a whirlwind of a week between the American film market uh, and the United States election. I, I know we're all going through our own individual things. So, you know, as always, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it like I say it, you know, don't wait around. You don't need to ask for permission to become a filmmaker. But what you got to do is you got to pick up that camera. You got to take action and you got to make your movie now. Talk to you again real soon.